But today is our first family service like this. The talk is going to be for everyone all together. So adults, please don't look at your phones, don't start flicking through stuff. This is for you guys just as much as it's for the kids. So when I was preparing for this, we had the verse. Um, can we put that first verse up, please, about endurance that um, Bex read out at the beginning? Uh, we were thinking about endurance, and I was thinking, how do I get across to children and young people and adults what endurance is, what it means? Because basically, endurance itself sounds fun, doesn't it? Think 4M, the man's thing, a marathon, sounds good. I'm going to come out, it's going to be a challenge, it's going to be excellent. But the reality is, endurance actually means going through something that's hard. If I said to you, hey guys, would you like to do something really hard and difficult this morning? You're probably going to hurt yourselves a little bit. You might cry a bit. Uh, you might get a bit angry along the way. Does that sound fun? Not particularly, does it? But endurance means going through those things and then keeping going and keeping going and keeping going. So I thought, what can I do that you guys hopefully will enjoy? boys and girls, and mums and dads, and everyone else as well. And I thought, do you know what I love, and what we love in our family, is story time. Who doesn't love a good story? In fact, I think most adults still absolutely love a good kid's, kid's story. So I set myself, not a very easy challenge, of writing a story for you guys today. And I actually felt that God said to me, he wants me to write this story. So that was a bit of a challenge for me, I had to endure my own thoughts about what I can do and think, you know what, I'm going to write this, especially for you this morning. So there's going to be lots of questions afterwards, and I want adults and kids, they're going to be for both of you, I want you to really listen to the story and have a think about everything that's happening and about endurance, about this, about what's happening and pushing through and carrying on even when things aren't as good as you'd like them to be. So I have asked Dave Upcraft to come, since he's an actor and very good at reading. I thought you might get fed up of just listening to my voice going on and on. And speaking quicker and quicker, the more nervous I get. I thought that Dave could come and do that for us. So, welcome to the stage, Dave. Everyone give Dave a big round of applause. Hi, everyone. Happy Sunday. How are we? Good. So, I have the pleasure of reading Joe's story, which is amazing. So, I hope you're going to enjoy it too. And we've got lovely slides and things that you're going to see as well. So we're going to start, and as you can see, the story is called The One Year Race. We've got a fantastic verse. And we're going to read the question really quickly. Sorry, I'm going to ask you to jump back. So this is from 1 Timothy 6, 11 to 12. Run for your life from all of this. Pursue a righteous life. A life of wonder, faith, love, steadiness and courtesy. Run hard and fast in the faith. Seize the eternal life, the life that you were called to. The life you so fervently embraced in the presence of so many witnesses. So, here we go. Are you ready? Okay. Ready? Albert was ten. A wonderful boy. Full of fun. Full of joy. When Albert was young, he'd secured his place. An entry into the year-long race. The race would be long. The race would be tough. But the prize at the end would be long. The day had come 
set off on their journey. His best friends, Annie, James, and Ernie. It was springtime that day, and what a glorious sight. The path stretched out ahead. They set off into the woodland, wild and free, running with all of their might.
persevere, my child, and I am with you all the way. I am right beside you. I watch over you night and day. Let my love fill your heart with my words like the path ahead. Lay down your heavy burden.
you enjoyed that. Thanks, Luca. <laughs> there we go. Okay, so I've got some questions about my story, the one-year race. Okay, so first of all, in the story, there are some different people, weren't there? There was Albert, the boy, who was asked to win the race, and he was about 10, wasn't he? Then there was his friends, James and Ernie, and Annie, and another little girl called Hope. First of all, I wonder, who do you think that you would have been like in the story. So you've decided to go in this race, you know it's going to be long and hard, and you're on the race, and there's different choices you can make along the way. Who do you think that you would have been like? Hmm. Oh, Elliot's been thinking about this, because he had, he had, he's had a chance to read it before, haven't you, Elliot? So go on then, Elliot. Albert. You think you'd be like Albert? Why do you think you'd be like Albert? Because I would carry on and not give up. You think you all oh, brilliant. You think you'd carry on and not give up? That's a great answer. Does anyone, would anyone think that they might be like James and Ernie? They were the ones that stayed behind at the beach. Does anyone think that they might be like that? You can be truthful. It's okay. You think you might be Megan. Yeah. 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 And Cookie at the back. They're all the adults. Anyone think they might be like James and Ernie? Yeah. Dave thinks you're great. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what the thing is? Yes, and you do too. I think it would be very tempting, wouldn't it? Because the beach... Oh, it's like going on holiday. It's brilliant, isn't it? Sometimes down at the beach when it's warm and you can swim. And if you like fish, you can go snorkeling. If you're like me and don't really like the fish on your feet, you might just be on the sand and that bit. But yeah, no, it's, it would be tempting to stay, wouldn't it? Because there, things were easy and good and he had lots of delicious food and all that kind of thing. That's right. So, okay, so that was James and Ernie. You think they stayed at the beach. Why did Annie go back? Who's listening? Who can remember why Annie went back? Someone who's not a Gisby? Anyone who's not a Gisby? There we go. You're a Gisby as well. Oh, right. You're brilliant. David. Uh, she went back when she hurt herself. She went back when she hurt herself, yeah. Does anyone think if they hurt themselves on a journey like that, we don't know how badly she hurt herself. It doesn't really say. She might just have had a bit of scratch, but just not been very good with pain, or she might have broken her ankle. Does anyone think that they might have been like Annie? Yeah, Mercy. 
One, to keep going, to keep going, to keep going like Albert did. And also, if someone else is having a hard time in their winter, to be like hope and to come along and say, what can I do? You see someone, what can you do to help them? What do they need just now? What do they need? Do they need a hug? Do they need someone to say, well done, you're doing amazingly. Keep going. Do they need someone to... Maybe if, if Annie had stayed, maybe Hope was very good with putting bandages on. She might have put a bandage on, on, the, on the leg. So our job is to look at what the needs are, what do people need, and how can we help them. And I think God does that to us. I know for me, I like to, I'm going to be honest with all you people at the moment. I've had a tough few months in my life, a tough few months. And God says to me, Joe, keep going. And when Beck said to me, would you like to do the talk? At the family service, do you know what? Inside, I laughed. I went, are you kidding me, God? Are you not aware of these few months? Have you not seen? And God said to me, yes, that's exactly why I'm asking you to do this. So I smiled, because God often does that with me. And I said, yes, God, okay, I'll do the family talk, but you better help me. And he has, and he's helped me, and he's taught me so much along the way. But not what I was going to say by that was not only did I have to choose, I could have easily just said, sorry, no, actually, I'm having a tough time. I'm not going to do that. No, no. I didn't. I just, I said, okay, God, sometimes I might have chosen that. But this time I chose, I said, no, I'm going I'm to say, say yes. Because I felt that God said that to me. But in these few months when I've been having a bit of a tough time, I've had lots of good friends, particularly, who've seen what I needed and who've come along and said, hey, do you know what, Joe, it's all right. Come on. I had someone give me some lovely hand cream the other day and just say, this is so that you remember, you put it on and you can smell a smell and remember that you are loved. And I thought, wow, that's really great. And I'm very blessed to have lovely family and friends around me who can do that. And we are family, aren't we? As a church, we all agree, grown-ups, children, as a family to each other. So that's it. We, we're not on our own. We've got each other as a whole big family. I love our church. I love our church. I look around and there are tiny babies. We've got some teensy, look beautiful little Libby and Evelyn and Forrest over here, little tiny ones, tiny ones. And then we've got people in the older generation who are awesome. And boy, do we need you so much more than you know, because you've been on this race much longer than we have. And you've got some things that you can teach us. And whatever you feel, we need you, and you are all, and everyone in between are really important. So, I'm going, and I'm, I'm keeping on going, and going, and going, and going now, and I'm getting carried away. But, what I will say is, in this race, this endurance race, God is always with us. I meant to bring my Bible up here. Has anyone got a Bible handy? doesn't matter. Pretend this is not it. But I'll have my Bible in my bag. But the Bible is full of God's promises. No matter what is happening in your life, there is a promise that he has that will help see you through. And if you think you're all right, give it to someone else. Show them what promises God got for them today. Don't stay in summer. It's fun. You're allowed to go there. You're allowed time to rest. You're allowed time to stay. God sometimes says, just enjoy that for a bit. But then, always be looking at God, what's next? What's next? What's next? What's next? And if God says, stop, be still, wait in summer for a bit, stop. He lets you have that. If God says, move on, move on. Follow him. Keep going. Be hope to someone around you. Encourage one another. And the Bible has everything you need in it. Everything. And God has everything you need. And is always with you. Great listening, guys. Brilliant. Okay. Right. Would anyone, would any of these young people like to play? Yeah. 
kids or young people like to come and pray about, about what we've been talking about this morning? Luca, oh, has anyone else say someone to you? Martha, would you like to? Yeah, would you? Oh. Maybe you could tell Mummy, yes. Oh, or you can come. And she's not sure. be wonderful. Here we go. Right then, Martha. Jesus, thank you for the amazing talk this morning. Thank you that you are always with us in your journey. Amen. Amen. Oh, that's right. And Luca? Yep. Okay. God, thank you that you um, help us um, in our lives, in which way in the book is a race, and um, please help us. Um, be like hope and help other people in need around us. Amen. Yeah, thank you. <laughs>